Greetings and good health. I am Dr. Jerrica Sarko, a pediatric and family wellness chiropractor. This is your Lifeline to Vitality, where we discuss ways to cultivate family wellness. Good day and great health. Welcome back to another edition of your Lifeline to Vitality. Today on the podcast, is there any scientific proof that vertebral subluxations exist? The vertebral subluxation is very real. We have documented it again and again. With this scientific documentation, no one can dispute the existence of vertebral subluxation. Vertebral subluxation complex changes the entire health of the body. This has been proven many times. The spine is not an isolated structure. We have proved that vertebral subluxation complex causes not only structural dysfunction of the spine and adjacent tissues, but it also causes nerve dysfunction. The weight of a dime on a spinal nerve will reduce nerve transmission by as much as 60%. Dr. Chung H. Su, Ph.D., spinal biomechanics expert from the University of Colorado. Yes, there is scientific proof that vertebral subluxations exist. Now, accepting that proof is another story. Very often, those who contest that a vertebral subluxation has not been proven through scientific means are not basing their claim on the facts, but on opinion. Science, like most aspects of life, can fall prey to subjectivity, cognitive bias, and ignorance. Some feel that chiropractic is not scientific because it doesn't follow the same science as modern medicine. This, though, is not true. The science is the same, but the philosophical lens through which that science is investigated and observed is different. Medicine, chiropractic, or any other profession for that matter does not own science. Science is a method by which we investigate certain principles and phenomena of the world through experiments and observations. Science answers the question, what is investigated, experimented, and observed? It does not answer the question, why is it investigated, experimented, and observed? So what exactly is a vertebral subluxation? The textbook definition of a vertebral subluxation is the condition of a vertebra that has lost its proper juxtaposition with the one above or the one below or both to an extent less than a luxation and which impinges nerves and interferes with the transmission of mental impulses. The nerve system in general has four main functions. It controls all the movements we make, senses everything we feel, regulates all our body organs, and relates us to the outside world. A properly functioning nerve system is paramount for overall health and well-being. Quoting Dorland's medical textbook, An intact nervous system will lead to optimum functioning of the human body. This is why the nerve system is considered the master control system of the body. Quoting the World Book Encyclopedia of Science, all body systems would be immobilized without the nervous system. It controls and regulates every body activity down to the workings of the tiniest cell. Primary way the nerve system communicates these functions is through mental or nerve impulses generated in the brain. These impulses are signals created by the brain and sent out to every organ, gland, and tissue of the body. Quoting Scientific American, no one could survive without precise signaling in cells. 
The body functions properly only because the cells constantly communicate with each other. The spinal column protects and surrounds the nerves that carry these impulses from the brain. Mental nerve impulses travel from the brain to the brainstem and spinal cord found within the spinal column. When the bones of the spine misalign, they have the potential to impinge the nerves they surround and protect. If a spinal bone loses enough of its proper positioning to an adjacent spinal bone, it can impinge nerves and interfere with the transmission of nerve impulses. Any interference to the transmission of these impulses will affect how the nerve system will sense, perceive, and behave overall. The overall health of the body is compromised. Quoting Dr. Jansen Edwards, MD, PhD, the quality of healing is directly proportional to the functional capability of the central nervous system to send and receive nerve messages. If a nerve is impinged supplying any organ, gland, or tissue, dysfunction can start to set in. Quoting Dr. Henry Windsor, MD, Organs supplied by impinged nerves exhibit pathological changes and the more serious the impingement, the more serious the damage. Chiropractors analyze the spine in order to locate vertebral subluxations. Once they are detected, an adjustment is made to the vertebral subluxation to correct the aberrant spinal structure. When an adjustment is made, mental nerve impulse transmission is optimized for better nerve system sensation, perception, and behavior. How is a vertebral subluxation proved? Objective instrumentation and diagnostic imaging help to prove the existence of a vertebral subluxation. Instrumentation and imaging are the scientific methods used to determine the biomechanical positioning of the spine and neural integrity of nerve system function. What types of objective instrumentation are utilized? The textbook Clinical Practice Guidelines, Vertebral Subluxation in Chiropractic Practice, published by the Council on Chiropractic Practices, defines instrumentation as such. Instrumentation is indicated for the qualitative and or quantitative assessment of the biomechanical and physiological components of vertebral subluxation. When using instrumentation, baseline values should be determined prior to the initiation of care. Established evidence-based instruments include postural analysis, inclinometer, goniometer, algometry, current perception threshold testing, electroencephalography, somatosensory invoked potentials, skin temperature deferentials or paraspinal thermography, surface electromyography, and muscle strength testing. In my practice, I utilize skin temperature differentials or paraspinal thermography as my main form of objective instrumentation. Quoting again from the practice guidelines, The measurement of paraspinal cutaneous thermal asymmetries and other measurements of anomalies have been shown to be a mode of sympathetic nervous system assessment, which may be used as one indicator of vertebral subluxation. What types of diagnostic imaging are utilized? The vertebral subluxation in chiropractic practices textbooks defines imaging as such. Diagnostic imaging procedures may be utilized to characterize the biomechanical manifestations of vertebral subluxation and determine the presence of conditions which affect the safety and appropriateness of chiropractic care. Established evidence-based diagnostic imaging include radiography or x-rays, video fluoroscopy, 
Magnetic Resonance Imaging, or MRI, Computed Tomography, or CT, Spinal Ultrasonography, and Radioisotope Scanning. In my practice, I utilize radiography as my primary means for vertebral subluxation detection. The practice guidelines on vertebral subluxation has this to say on radiography. Plain film radiography is indicated to provide information concerning the structural integrity of the spine, skull, and pelvis, the misalignment component of the vertebral subluxation, the foramenal alteration component of the vertebral subluxation, and the postural status of the spinal column. Chiropractic, by definition, is a philosophy, science, and art. If there was no science to it, then chiropractic couldn't really stand on its own as a distinct healthcare service. Because the scientific reality of a vertebral subluxation is valid, chiropractic can stand tall in its quest to improve health through its unique philosophy and art. Thank you for listening. For even more information on how chiropractic can benefit you and your family, please check out my website, ohiospecific.com. That's O-H-I-O-S-P-E-C-I-F-I-C dot com. Until next time, remember to keep your head cool, feet warm, and your mind busy.